This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. <laughs> this is the besotted Pride of West London podcast. And I'm standing here outside the pub with the floodlights glowing in the background. Everyone likes a night game, Tuesday nights under the lights. And yes, we were here, Forest came down got a whole load of free coaches so they brought a lot of fans down and they had a lively time came to the pub before the game had a good few drinks went to the game and went back home with zero points because all the points were in the bag for the bees good performance for the bees overhaul second half a little bit shaky in parts in the midfield we still think the fitness was a little bit not there but overall much better from the bees and like I said to you like Saturday more smiling faces your face smiling as well is it faces smiling yep Good, solid performance. Dug out another clean sheet. Two in a row at home. Got to be very pleased with that. Uh, Hogan took his goal well. He hit the bar in the second half and, you know, created created decent chances. I mean, Hogan wasn't the only person that hit the bar as well, did he? I mean, we had Josh McLeod. Yeah, I meant... But McLeod, McLeod, the McLeod yeah. hit the bar in the he second cut. half. You know, he hit the bar in the second half as well. But, you know, and also great save by um, their goalkeeper. You know, saved it, we got the goal back in the end, but also at the very end. Great save by Bentley at the end, yeah. He should have should have closed the game out a little bit better, but sorted it out. out so, in the end, yeah. sort it out in the end. Listen, Brentford, we started the season quite slowly, didn't we? I mean, Huddersfield, we didn't come out of the traps. They talked about the fact that Huddersfield were two or three weeks fitter than us. Exeter, we kind of just put out some sort what of a team, you, you know, and uh, it's out of the way. And then, but last week, Ipswich, we finally kind of come back around now today. It looked like we started this game very, very brightly, didn't we? We started well, yeah, certainly on top in the first half. Um, took, took the goal well and just about held on. It's a bit of a work in progress still. Yeah. It's Do you think it was a fitness issue, though? <sighs> difficult, difficult to tell at this stage. Uh, couldn't. And, and I know you made and you made some comment. I mean, about Sawyer's as well. Sawyer's is one of these players, as we said on the podcast a few weeks. He's going to be a Marmite player. Some people like him, some people hate him. I mean, your view on on Sawyer's because he had bits that he did quite well, and then good, he, t- good touches. Just needs to run that extra yard, close the players down. We'll see how it goes. But look, we ain't going to moan because we got the three points today. So we got Forest Man in the house actually supping at a beer outside the pub. And uh, you had a good day today, have you? 
Yeah, I was in the Griffin and I saw John McGovern. I saw John McGovern, old yeah. school, forest man. Yeah, he's uh, probably about 63, 64. He's wiry as a whippet. Indeed. And I went up to him and I said, I was at the second European Cup final in 1980. Yes. But I said, more importantly, my mate Mick Hart, somebody should go and get him, was singing. We've got the whole world in our hands. He thought that was delightful. Ah, OK. So the McGovern's inside there. So obviously he was watching the game in the Forest then. McGovern is an ambassador now for Forest. That's right. Yeah. OK, it's all good. So listen, Forest man, come down today. Sure um, did you think? Did you think you played well today? The first 20 minutes of this match was woeful for both teams. So you weren't happy? But then Forrest started to, you know, pass it back and forth. But there was nothing up front. They didn't have Asambalanga on until the second half. I honestly think the fair score should have been 1-1. But fair dues to Brentford. Because I, mean, I, I used to live in Chiswick and I love Brentford. It's great. So, listen, I mean, I mean, the Forest again, from the Bees fans from I saw, we thought that you actually played the ball around really well. I thought, again, Brighton, again, you played some very good football. As you said, up front, yeah. probably a little bit light as well. But... The signs are looking good for you, don't you think? Well, sort of. Playing the ball around means nothing. I rather prefer the way Brentford attacked when they streamed and swarmed Forrest. They just ran at them. Forrest were like trying to bitty, itty, bitty it around. Even to, even at the last few minutes, they were passing the ball crosswise instead of pumping it in. Sounds like you were playing like we were a couple of weeks ago up at Huddersfield. Maybe you were a couple of weeks behind us and we are a couple of weeks behind Huddersfield. Can I ask you a question now? Yes. What was the name of the player three or four seasons ago with the beard and the mullet, with the slight belly, the dark-haired guy? I think he went I mean, to it. I think he went to Ipswich. Jonathan Douglas. Jonathan. Where is that? Well, I love that player. I love him. Well, you could, you could, you could, you could have seen him play on. You could, you could have seen him play on Saturday actually. Why aren't you wearing a, a team shirt? So anyway, look, we got, we got, we got more beast fans around there as well. Talking, um, any Brentford fans as well? Brentford fans, Forest fans, Forest fans. Want to talk about the game today as well? At all? I'm just saying. Listen, so Forest came down today. I'll be honest with you. Commiserations to you boys, but you came down in your droves again. You had your free coaches and you had a beer before the game and made a lot of noise. And I also thought that you played actually quite good, decent football um, in a lot of parts. Yeah. You know, were you pleased with how things went today? Well, no. I mean, fundamentally, I think the first half wasn't very good, but second half. I don't think, apart from you hitting the crossbar and your goal, which rolled over the line, I mean, you played all right. You, you've obviously set yourself up to get a 1-0 win today, which is fair play, but like last 20 minutes, it was just a matter of time, but we just couldn't get that final ball. But we haven't got anything up front, so... But Brent, fair play, Brentford, for, you know, he sat back, he did well. Did well, he put you know, the keeper, Adam Worldy, that save of Bentley, uh, made a great save. Absolutely great save. He did, and I mean, you brought in quite a few players as well. Did you? Did you recognise anybody out there on the pitch? Yeah, I did, yeah, yeah. But when he got sent off, he, he walking off the pitch, and you're like, "Come on, mate, get off the pitch." You know what I mean? But yeah, no, um, I did know him all to be fair. But it changed when I thought they brought Burke on our, our young young winger. He, he changed the game for me, a bit like Bale, like, but yeah, yeah. he kind of changed the game. But yeah, Oliver Burke, he's got he's got a lot of vibes, and like I said, he's come through your academy as well, and he's a player that we were looking out for. We actually thought he'd start the game today, but obviously maybe because he did he start on Saturday. So maybe you thought you'd hold him back. Friday, yeah, he started on Friday. But he didn't play very well on Friday. I was there on Friday. He didn't play very well, no. But he's alright. But, he, but yeah, he changed the game for me. But hey, mate, Brentford, good, decent side. We were just talking about where, where Brentford finished last year. It was it about 12th? 
Uh, we finished ninth actually oh, last right, season. Yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. So we had a bit of a bit of a run. We had a bit of a poor start, you know. But it's not all about us. It's all about the forest now. Oh, we're talking right, about. Right, you know, right, right. Forest fifteenth, so, you say? Yeah, we didn't finish very well. He's a neutral. He's a neutral. That's right. So you can see there's a lot of banter going outside the pub, you know, at the moment now. But look, Rover fans are good. They're very friendly, aren't they? Like everyone, good, good fans, good fans. So, so listen, where is it now for Forest? Because obviously, like you know, you dropped the three points today, but you obviously you feel quite as we walked out. One of the one of the guys sort of turned around and said to me, he said, you can see it happening. And I, I would agree with that. You can see he's slowly getting his way into the team, but uh, he knows what he's doing. But I've got faith in him. I think he'll turn it around. But we need, uh, we obviously got rid of a keeper. We need another keeper in a centre forward. But uh, I'll be happy this season for him to sit there and hit top 10 and be fine. But I'm all right with that. As much as I'd love to go up, but we won't. All right, nice one. Thanks, mate. Yeah. Oh, yes. And I'm outside the boozer here, and I have bumped into who I haven't seen, but I've seen him around for a while. Yeah. Very, very happy character is the French B, and every time we lose, you know, the French B just exudes happiness. French B, how are you? I'm good, I'm good, but we won today, so I'm unhappy, you know, I'm just yes, going to go the other way around. We got away with murder today. Yes, that's right. We got away with murder, but uh, you know what? It's all right. It's, uh, I'm happy with that, and uh, we'll take it uh, for next time. Yeah, that's right. So French B, I mean, like, like I said, the B set themselves up today. They were looking quite lively to start off with, and then the second half, it, it kind of just went a little bit wrong for us, didn't it? Yes, I think um, I, I was a little bit disappointed by uh, Sawyer losing a lot of first balls, and I think it kind of um, it needs it needs a bit more time to get into the team. So we, we didn't get enough sort of uh, momentum going in midfield. Uh, I think Woods was doing everything he could just to keep it going, but I think it was uh, we, we we had two three touches and then we kind of started to lose it. So um, yeah, I didn't feel. Um, and then towards the end, you know, we were wondering what's going on. You know, we had Sawyer being very tired. No, no. Um, no substitution. What was happening? You know, you should have listened to the crowd. Get more players in. We got lucky. We got a red card, and I think uh, we get away with murder today. That's it was to good. be fair. It's Sawyer's that got that red card, wasn't it? Absolutely. So, um, well, then it's uh, it's a good contribution for him. Uh, <laughs> well done. The Forest fans who are listening won't be happy with that. They'll be like waving their fists, like you know, what I'm saying, and smashing their radios up and all stuff like that. But no, it's football, and then it happens. And Sawyer's obviously. To be fair, the 27, he was down our end at the second half and he performed a couple of fouls and we said to him, oh, he's lucky to get away with that. And there's one that he did where he flattened the player and we thought he's going to go off and the referee paused for a while. Yeah. Then he stopped and he didn't do anything. And we actually tweeted that he's got away with that. But obviously when he took down the Sawyers, he just thought enough is enough. Absolutely. But I think uh, the crowd was like uh, out, 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 out. <laughs> so I think it was like Roman style. The firm was down. We knew it was out. Right. It, was, so, it was a good epic moment. That's right. So listen, <laughs> slow start for the Bees, but it's picked up now. And the French Bee, obviously, is a better start than it was last season. So are you more optimistic or are you still pretty level-headed? Uh, level-headed, I think, um, aiming for sort of a mid-table mediocrity, but we know what's going to happen this season. Some amazing brilliance when you don't expect it. A um, little bit of disappointment from time to time. But I think when that team will start gelling together, um, we'll see some, some really good stuff. So, uh, yeah, I'm really excited. Looking forward for the season. And come on, you bees. You bees, the French bee. <laughs> so, we're inside the pub before the game. And uh, who do I come across but it's a super, super bee, the man called Leo Sayer. The Sayer, how are you how doing? How are you doing? How are you doing? So all good. It's all good. Listen, good result today, wasn't it? It was fantastic. And uh, my first Brentford game, really, because I've been following the club for a while, because uh, basically I've got some nice connections here with Paul and Jan, who look after my business 
over here because I live in Australia now. Oh, all right, okay. Yeah, so um, so I've really come over. I'm coming over to do some summer gigs. Right. We're playing in Hanley at the weekend. Oh, lovely. Uh, rewind. Uh, tickets. Um, oh, yeah. And um, so what? Um, so what? This was a chance to come and see the guys. All right, see so, it for real, and so, I was very, very impressed. So I mean, the football that they've been playing because obviously you sort of think, oh, lower league football. You've no, no, no. The last uh, I've been following for the last five, five, eight years, yeah. and seen all the growth, and it's been fantastic. It's great to see this becoming a major club. Excellent. So listen, I mean, Beast came out going up last year, in fact. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So Beast came out today. Forest came, and, and you know. They came at us. They played some decent football as well, didn't they? Yeah, absolutely. It wasn't. It wasn't a bad game for both halves, but uh, for both sides. But um, but basically, I think that the, the bees' attitude is very attacking. It's really good football. It's great to watch, and they pick up their chances when they can. Excellent. So listen, Mr. Leo Say. I mean, you live in Australia, <laughs> but do you actually know that there's actually an Australian version of the bees supporters out there as well? I've I've heard about this. Yes, yeah, somebody told me earlier on today about it when I told when I said I was coming. I announced it That's on Facebook, and I got all this. We've got a bees club out here. Yeah. So what we're going to do is us as besotted, we're going to hook you up so that every time the bees are playing, Absolutely. you'll all get together in definitely, a bar outside definitely. there. All wearing red and white That's and right. ready. That's right. And give it the last. <laughs> Leo Sayers, good to see you. And nice good to, to see be you. here, man. Yeah, good stuff. Excellent. Thanks, Billy. <laughs> so, so, so hold on a second. This is outside the pub and I've got a drink and I've, listen, honestly, I've only half a pint, so it's a slight surreal moment. So uh, Leo Sayer was in the pub been to watch Brentford, big Brentford fan. It's quite bizarre. It sounds like the beginning of the best joke in the world. <laughs> so, there was two Irishmen, a Scotsman and Leo Sayer in a pub. And, uh, my God, I've, I've, I've just met Leo Sayer. <laughs> um, yeah, I know, there I was, thinking I was going to end the, the uh, podcast by saying, not in a forest have become the new Lake Norian. You know, we, we just do them every time we play them. Um, and now I'm slightly 70s starstruck. <laughs> All he needs is like, Alvin Stardust to come down now. No, maybe not. Well, I think he's all right. Yeah, he's all right, actually. It's Alvin Stardust. There's a lot of people, I think Alvin Stardust, his son is... Um, um, actually, I'll talk about that in a minute. Anyway. <laughs> but anyway. I think we've alienated a whole generation that's now. That's right, that's right, yeah. But anyway, listen. Good game today, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a good game. It was a... It was a, a nail-biting game. It was end. a nail-biting game. I'm sorry, because I've got to say it, because I, I, I had a brainstorm there. Um, Alvin Stardust's son is actually Adam F. Remember Adam F., the drummer day, CJ? Oh, yeah, I know Adam yeah, F. He's up, good albums. His old man, his album Stardust. Anyway, so we'll go on. No, but, um, but anyway, it was good. No need to panic. Yeah, um, yeah so, uh, yeah, we we had a few nails bitten at the end. I think we needed to go through that, to be honest with you. We, we proved that we didn't buckle. We can we can soak it up. I think the defence was pretty 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 rock solid I thought Bentley he saved us two points right at the end that save was world class um, they say a good goalkeeper will save you or earn you 15 points over the season there's two of them um, I don't think we created enough up front McLeod's shot rattled the bar which hopefully you know which would have been great if it made it two um, but I, I really think that Sawyer's probably should have been subbed um, he looked like he was blowing towards the end. I thought that was uh, that could have come back and bitten uh, Smith if he if we'd have conceded. Um, then I, I think people would have been saying, why didn't we make a couple more subs? But you know we're not going to get 100% match fit unless you kind of go the extra mile. And uh, you know we really dug deep today, and I think we'll we need to now go to Rotherham and 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 build on that. You know, so um, so. Uh, 
yeah, so you know we need to do it all over again on Saturday. It's really important that we go to Rotherham and we win again. We're going to win again. I'm talking to you about Oldham. Just quick, because Forest fan here in the house, and I know we've just interrupted. And we were, the thing is, we're going to finish this podcast off because we've just talked to Leo Sayer, who's inside there, which is a very bizarre moment. Because we talked to Leo Sayer, great guy, lovely bloke, but you don't expect to see him in the pub in Brentford anyway. But I know you had a few words to say about this game, didn't you? Yes, I think we played very well the second half, and the referee was shocking. I'm an honest fan. You know, he stopped play when we're on an attack. He's booked stupid bookings. Uh, outrageous referee. I hope we never get him again, actually. And we didn't deserve to actually lose that match. I mean, I mean... I mean, Sorry. I think we agree with you as well. I think that Forrest possibly could have deserved the points out there. But I think from Brentford's... From Brentford's yeah, so sort of the points doesn't get in a draw. I think from Brentford's point of view, normally we would have capitulated in that situation, especially throwing them balls in the area and stuff like that. And uh, we just feel that our defence has shored up. So we're quite happy that we're probably not in the situation we might have been last season. Yeah, but we played really well and our defence was better Friday night was a different ball game we deserved to lose but today I think we d- at least we deserved was a draw and uh, I've just had my manager apologise to me actually our forest manager you know so sorry and everything I said well you know at the end of the day we had a 12th person on that pitch um, and it's not sour grapes we played well and Asambalonga, the only reason he didn't come on earlier was because he's hardly had any sleep and he's... He's just had a baby. He's just had a little girl. Congratulations to Asambalonga. Yes, I did wish him that. So, you know, welcome you all back at the city ground and for the rematch. We very much look forward to going to the city ground. It's a great place to go, very welcoming. All the pubs out there, loads and loads of pubs, and they, we just have a, a great time every time we've been there. And it's not only because we always get three points, but we won't talk about that anyway. So anyway, ladies, just what you're saying, just finish this off. Leo Sayers in the pub. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So other than Leo Sayers. But anyway, the game, good game. Um, Brentford on Saturday, we've got to do the business. Now, yeah, we? as I just said, we, we, we really do need to, uh, you know, forget that we've just won two on the trot and we need to go for three. Um, we need to we need to win at Rotherham. They're, they're, they're on their downers. Um, they seem to be the whipping boys. Um, we've not had a couple of we've not had the, some good trips there. We, we, last time we went and, and uh, rolled over. So uh, yeah, let's get to Rotherham. Let's get the points. Come yes, bees. Get the points. This is the Besotted Pride of West London podcast. Smiles on faces. Light, but light, the lights are still shining in the ground there as well. Lovely, warm feeling. Everyone's standing outside. It's a lovely, warm evening. We're actually outside the Griffin. We had a little bit of a change. We were outside the Globe earlier. We're in the Griffin now, having a couple of pints of Pride and all sorts of other stuff. Great, great, great feeling. So come on, B. It's only a couple of games now till the Rotherham game. We've got a podcast which will be either Wednesday, um, Thursday morning or Friday morning. We haven't decided this yet because we've got to get all the characters together. It's still in summer mode. But just look out for that for the tweets or the Facebook and we'll tell you exactly what they are. Besotted.co.uk, you can catch us on the website. Also, Besotted1992 on YouTube and also Audio Boom Besotted. We are going to sign off now. We've, won, we've got the three points from Forrest, as we say. Just me and Lady here and a few other people, as we say. Come, come on, on you bees. Leo, Leo Sayers in the pub. Leo Sayers in the pub. Come on, you bees. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure 24-7, 365 days of the year. 
let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.